Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bowen, alongside Braxton, COVID-infested Taylor. Okay. Not funny. <laughs> See this guy, like, he always brings up the negative about me. Every time I say something about him, it's usually that is, nice. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, um, it's true. So, I, I hope everyone had a good Christmas and a happy I new agree, year. I agree. Um, mine was pretty well, but unfortunately here for Braxton, his did not go yeah, so well. Yeah, I didn't really have a Christmas. <laughs> uh, right at Christmas time, unfortunately, um, he got um, COVID-19. It's COVID. Um, yeah. But, thankfully, he uh, is healthy. <laughs> his family's healthy. So all yeah, is we're well all good. There. We're all good. All is good. Uh, I just had to poke at him a little just bit. I had to, you know, cry and pout in my room all by myself on Christmas, but you know, gotta bring it up, I guess. But <laughs> cry, whatever. Um, but uh, so we're back. It's yes, been been a couple we weeks. Are back. Um, one of our longest breaks we've ever had since we started. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, only yeah. a couple times have we even not had an episode. So yeah, uh, it was. It's it's always weird when we when it we is. when we don't do it and, <laughs> and are not together talking about Star Wars. But we're back. Yes. Um, I'm excited to be back. How are you, how are you feeling right now? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really. I was really looking forward to this episode because, like I said, you know, it's it was it was one of those things where I was looking forward to it, but it was very odd, you know, because you're like coming into it again. And you're just like, yeah. whoa, this feels it just feels weird coming back again. Did Did you get any Star Wars gifts or anything? Any Star Wars related? Um, I let me think here. I think I only got one Star Wars related gift um, from other people. Uh, I got my sister actually bought me a mug, and it was awesome. a collar changing mug. Like it had like Vader and, and, and Obi Wan. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah Classic yeah. scene there, and, and when you pour some hot water into it, it shows their sabers and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool. Now I bought myself a Christmas gift. which oh, it, it really okay. wasn't a Christmas gift, but I, I saw it and jumped on the opportunity. But I had an original, original one sheet poster from the Empire Strikes Back from the uh, the movie theater that was hung up in the movie theater and I bought it from someone who bought it or, or who bought it from the manager of the movie theater originally mm. so I was very uh, I was very pleased to get that it came in yeah that's great. recently so yeah very cool <laughs> so I'm very con- condescending in that, um, that I <laughs> I received um, the 12 days of Star Wars socks oh well, um, that, hey it's and, you know not bad. I was I was pretty excited about that. I'm not gonna lie. I got a couple of years ago, and I still wear all those socks. Nice. And so now I got 12 more of them. I'm like, <laughs> all right. 12 more pairs um, of socks. <laughs> so now I have 24 pairs of Star Wars. Well, actually, that's not true. Some of those uh, have uh, not survived <laughs> in the past out. couple of years. I got two different Star Wars monopolies. Um, I was oh, actually wow. gonna see if you wanted to take one of those because <laughs> sure. Be, because um, I got I got the wait. I got a solo branded Star Wars Monopoly, uh, and I got a I see, I see. Uh, Grogu um, oh, nice. Star Wars Monopoly. Well, they, well, have, they have a Grogu one, like specifically just yeah, Grogu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, someone already got me the solo Star Wars Monopoly last year, and so now I have two of those. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so I was gonna just give you, give oh, you the well, other one. So. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. That. Um, I'm yeah, also extended from the gift of someone else, but yeah, you know, I appreciate it. I got this cool Mandalorian hat I'm wearing right now. I'm looking at it, it's very um, nice. My I daughter like gave me that, which that was very nice of her. Yes. I um like it. I got some I got some shirts. I got a bunch of stuff of Star Wars related, so it's always cool. Well, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got maybe, to sit at home by myself on Christmas. Say, maybe, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> you were with your family. I mean, uh, yeah, but it, it not wasn't your extended. The same. Family, it wasn't the same. I understand. Same. I understand. It wasn't the same. Anyways, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe next year you'll get some. <laughs> Don't so buy me some socks or something for Christmas. <laughs> oh, but anyways, it's good yeah, to be back. Um, we, we got some some news here to talk about. We got some pretty crazy, wacky rumors to talk about. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, um, our main topic today is going to just be discussing uh, the High Republic in some more detail, talking about what we now have released. We're going to be talking about what is going to be coming up next and just uh, talk, of course, all this will be spoiler-free. Um, I'm not even through the first novel yet, so um, no spoilers just yet. We will have a spoiler review in the future, but today we're just going to be talking about the High Republic yeah, as a whole. For sure. But let's jump into the news today. Our first news story is The Mandalorian Season 3 confirmed to film after Boba Fett spinoff. Mm. So... Uh, back in our back on our last episode, you know, the Mandalorian had just finished. Um, yeah. and we were talking about that, times, that after times. credits scene <laughs> with, um, with Boba Fett and the book of Boba Fett and what yeah. that meant. And, uh, for the next week, really, there was a lot of confusion and chaos in the Star Wars <laughs> right. Uh, right. fandom about what exactly the book of Boba Fett was. Yeah. Was it a, was it a, um, a spinoff or was it a continuation of the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. uh, but focusing on a new character. Yeah. And a lot of people were, were saying that the, oh the book yeah. meant that it was, was the next season of Mandalorian because they're all called chapters. Yeah. Everybody thought yeah. that it was, lots yeah, it was of the people next were saying season that. of Mandalorian. Um, yeah. I, I for one didn't want to believe that I, I really right. wanted these to be two separate things because I think there's still tons of story to be told with Din Sure. Darren. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, and so that, um, have has now been confirmed to be the case. They are two separate things. Now, there's good mm -hmm. and bad to this. Um, the good thing is, is yes, they're separate. The Book of Boba Fett is coming out December 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, so what might be alarming to some of you is that that does mean that uh, that's <sighs> yeah. the usual spot for um, The Mandalorian. So... That means we're getting the Mandalorian probably sometime in 2022. Yeah. Some people think maybe it's actually going to follow very closely after the Book of Boba Fett. Something some people think maybe it's going to come quite a bit later, maybe maybe even a whole year later. I would be think? very mad. If that what's your what's your thoughts on you it? You know, we already know for a fact. I mean, this was confirmed that uh, Mandalorian will be coming after Bo uh, Book of Boba Fett um, as two separate you know titles. Um, and like I said, and we do have it confirmed also that Book of Boba Fett is coming December 2021. So we know yeah. that it has to come after that. Um, now, obviously, when it, when it's going to follow, I, I, I don't know for sure. But, um, you know, a lot of speculation was saying that it will be close after, like maybe in February of 2022 or something along those lines, like January or February, like some pretty close. And the way I look at it is this, you know, we got Mandalorian Season 2, right, in less than a year while COVID was raging and all these shutdowns and yeah. all this stuff was going on. So it's like, uh, so you're telling me that they have, they know that they're going to start now. And yes, COVID is still going on. Of course we know that, but, but it's not as like, uh, how do I say this? It's not as like new and, Oh, we had to shut everything down now that, that we have like precautions in place and, and they was able to film stuff and do stuff for Mandalorian season two, uh, after the fact, you know, now that they had the precautions in place. So my point is, is like, you're gonna tell me that we have 
they had less time and all these shutdowns and was able to do season two. And now they have more time and everything's, you know, as we have know is, is, you know, starting to level out a little bit and stuff like that. And they're not going to be able to do it in like over a year. Like it just seems really crazy to me and disappointing, yeah. honestly disappointing. Yeah. Well, and so we do know that of course, that as soon as they're done with production of the book of Boba Fett, they are immediately starting on production for the Mandalorian season three. That mm-hmm. is uh, from John Favreau himself. He said immediately. Yeah. Um, so my hope is that we're going to get this not long after the book of Boba Fett, maybe immediately mm-hmm. after the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Which that um, would be kind of crazy within itself, you know, to have two big shows like that drop one after another. It would be. And that's why chances are it probably isn't going to happen. Right. But I would like to see, the Book of Boba Fett come out. I'm assuming it's not going to be as long. I would imagine not. I, I'm yeah. kind of feeling like this is only going to be maybe a four-episode type deal or something. Yeah. Half, half, you know, the the size of The Mandalorian. Right. Um, but, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, but I could see something like that, this being a shorter thing. Mm-hmm. But then uh, as soon as that's done, maybe a couple weeks in between or something, and then we start on The Mandalorian. But, again, the, the issue with that is that The Mandalorian would be premiering in this whole different uh, time frame that I just don't know that they'd be about. Because I think they like it being right before the holidays, right before all those toys are being bought. Yeah. And and if you release The Mandalorian in spring, or well, winter slash spring, Mm -hmm. after Christmas... You know, on a Disney side of things, I could absolutely see it being fall of 2022. I could just see it because of what you're saying. I completely agree. And something that thought or that thought kind of came across my mind as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be so disappointing. First of all, also be not only just disappointing, but I just don't think it would make sense because this again, they're riding this wave of the Mandalorian. Right, uh, first season was a cult. Uh, what's what's that word? A, a, a cult hit. Whatever you know, what I'm saying like everyone loved it and. Um, the problem was with that is that like, or uh, let me rephrase that. So season one was amazing. Everyone loved it. Season two came and it got even better. Everyone loves it. And now you're going to make us wait two years to have it again. Like I understand that maybe they're thinking like, okay, well, Mandal- or, uh, you know, uh, Mandalorian successor to this point for 2022 will be, or uh, will be, uh, I'm stumbling over my words so bad. <laughs> Ah, goodness. Um, You forget how to do this? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's been like two and a half weeks. I don't know how to talk anymore, apparently. Um, So, no, but they're basically saying that Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, will kind of carry on that torch until it comes again. But the problem with that, to me, is it's not the same thing. I mean, they had a lot of wonderful, amazing scenes of Boba Fett in The Mandalorian Season 2, but at the same point, it's still not Mando, right? It's still not Grogu. It's still not that connection, that, that thing. Uh, that they have together. So it's a completely different show. So I just think if you're going to try to replace Mandalorian with the Book of Boba Fett for a whole year, I just think that's silly. So I definitely think that that it would be unwise of them to wait, make us wait two full years for season three. Yeah, and and you also have to think we're getting Andor in 2022. So that's got to be somewhere in there. Um, yeah, and it's exactly. longer than the Mandalorian. We already know that. Yeah, much we <laughs> we already know that it's uh, it's twelve episodes. Yeah. Um. So that's you know, um, that's gonna fill up a big span of of twenty twenty two. Twelve weeks of twenty twenty two. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah or well, I mean, I guess they could maybe double up at the beginning or something. Yeah. That is a maybe somebody drop it all at the same time. You, uh, know. you, you mm-hmm. never know. You never know what their plan will be. But yeah. But twelve episodes, potentially twelve weeks. Um, in a row. Well, it's like four months. And you know? so, I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Well, it would be four months, but <laughs> whatever. Just keep going. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Leave me I'm alone. Just I'm just making fun of you. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, but maybe three months. <laughs> it's something like that. I don't know. Oh man, this is fun. This is yeah, fun. Yeah, just breaking the ice. <laughs> Your face back is so red that. right now. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're embarrassing me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we're just getting break it back. I'm I'm, I'm trying to shake off the chains of my despondency. You know, <laughs> shake off the chains. <laughs> uh, just trying to get it back into the flow. I of know. Things. Sorry, I've guys. had sorry COVID guys brain for, this, so. for, for a while now. So this trash truck of an episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Trash truck on fire. Yeah, well, the next one will be a lot better. So <laughs> next week. <laughs> Maybe we'll remember how to do this by then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, uh, and that's not the only thing coming in 2022. I, right. I know there is, um, there's going to be more. I can't remember exactly what right now that we have coming in, in uh, 2022. But um, Yeah. So, I mean, just again, I, I, I could see where they would actually, it'd be, I could see how they would make us wait because, okay, well, you're getting Book of Boba Fett. You're getting the Andor show, right? Uh, Cassie or whatever it's called. I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Uh, but but uh, but my point is, is like you know okay they could stretch the the Boba Fett thing out if it's four episodes four weeks okay and then you stretch out the Andor thing week by week for twelve weeks I mean you're getting kind of close to the fall already to some degree right I mean you're still yeah. a few months away or whatever but you, you see what I'm saying so I could see how they would get away with it but man I just I don't know that I would be happy with that so. We're talking a lot on this one thing. <laughs> so yeah, well, I was I was trying to hurry and look up the projects that are 2022 because um, I want to see what else we have to compete with and during that time. I'm, I just want somebody just to list it plain <laughs> right. and simple. Well, you know, it's never that easy. You know, if you want apparently something. that's asking for too much. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. You can go ahead to the next one. All right, I might so, interrupt you well, because we, we got, I mean, this is kind of coming in on the same same time frame to some degree as well. But so the next thing is we're talking about the Ahsoka series. So whenever we had our uh, updates for all of the new upcoming series, um, that was, uh, you know, it was, what was it? Uh, Investor Day had announced like, 10 to 12 different new projects. And one of those was the Ahsoka series. So we had been getting rumors about this for a very long time um, and that the Ahsoka series was going to come and all this stuff. And we could hardly believe it. And they were like, oh my gosh, it really did come true. Um, so we, we were really thinking like, okay, you know, nobody else could really be over this, right? Uh, you know, they could, you know, maybe some directors and stuff, but someone who's writing this has to be Dave Filoni. And come to find out, Dave Filoni is the writer, or the, at least the main writer, for the Ahsoka series, which is great news because this is his character, so it's going to be very awesome that he's going to be the main writer for this. And uh, not only that, but I do know that Dave Filoni and John Favreau will still, as they are in The Mandalorian, are going to continue to be the the, the showrunners uh, for this series as well, including the, uh, oh, what is it, Rangers of the New Republic. But uh, So anyway, so it's just it's good to know that Dave Filoni is being uh, the writer and the showrunner for Ahsoka. Again, because it's, um, you know, it's his character. He created it. So that's kind of like, okay, you know, that's basic news. But one thing I did want to talk about a little bit um, was 
since this is a show strictly about Ahsoka, um, and you know, it's not even, not just an episode in a series that she's in, but this is her show. I think that we need to have some kind of callback, honor to um, something to do with Ashley Eckstein. You know, I, that's I mean, this since this is she gave birth to this character, uh, you know, to her voice, to her mannerisms. You know, yes, Filoni uh, wrote it and stuff like that. And he is the originator, but you know, Ashley Eckstein really gave a life to this character. And I think uh, after everything that's happened, I think it would be a great honor for her to come into this Ahsoka show. Like it's her own show, you know. what I'm saying I think that they need to do something to tie Ashley into this. I don't know True. what that would even be, but I think it'd be awesome. So, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I agree. I I still think it's a shame that she's not been involved. I agree. Um, somehow when we're well, for example, we watched the um, we watched the behind the scenes gallery of, of, of season two. Yeah. Uh, today actually. Yeah. And um. <laughs> And we we watched that, and and they have George Lucas there with uh, when they brought in Ahsoka and everything, and all that's yeah. great and cool. And but you know there there was this for me there was something missing, and and that was Ashley. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like why couldn't they have brought Ashley in, and and at least said, hey, you know what, you're the one that that in a sense like brought this character to life yeah and now you be here you know you're not the face of her anymore but you're still you can still be here and 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 talk with with um uh rosario and and all of that and kind of just be a part of it yeah. guide her I agree. all that stuff i agree and, and come or just you know just come and watch Watch her come to life in live part action. Of it in some way, but she you was know nowhere to be seen in any and, of and that. not even and, not even nowhere to be seen but they didn't even mention her name and that was something that was well. Just... So he did. Uh, Dave Filoni did mention her name. Oh, did he during I, that? I yeah, didn't hear he it. he basically said Ahsoka was a character that started with Ashley. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, you know, being the voice or whatever. But, um, but that that was yeah. it. I mean, and, that was okay. One mention, then. and it's yeah. just like <laughs> it's just interesting to me. It it really feels like they were like, okay, we we can't have Ashley do this character in live action, so we don't really want to tell her. So let's just. Let's just ignore it, like as if she's and, never gonna find out. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. it's only and, one of the most popular and, television shows, and, and, and that may not be the case. They may have had a conversation. Maybe Ashley blew up. Maybe there was a big, a yeah. big fight about it, and who knows for maybe, sure. Maybe, but for whatever reason, she's not really been involved in it. And and I just think I just hate that. I think it would have been yeah, cool. I think it's a great disappointment. Part. Yeah. But speaking to Dave Filoni, um, writing, I think that only makes sense. I, yeah, I, I agree. Anytime Ahsoka is involved in a in a Star Wars project, you can pretty much guarantee that Dave Filoni is going to be heavily involved. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Uh, I don't think he's going to let anyone else do much with her no. if he's not involved. So, I mean, again, um, he is the creator. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so I think that that of course makes sense. Totally. I personally think we are still um, headed to a new version of the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, um, I, I, agree. I think heir to the, or to the you know heir to the Empire. I think uh, I think we're leading in that direction and mm -hmm. a new variation of that. And I think that could be really cool. Um, but we'll see uh, where where it goes. I'm, I'm excited yeah, to see sure. what the Ahsoka series does. I agree. All right, let's go on to our next oh, one here. Yeah. Yeah, it's your turn. So. Yes. See, I'm still just not. I wasn't even looking. I'm like yeah, staring so I'm off. I'm not the, the only one. Okay. 
was like just like looking <laughs> off into the <laughs> distance. What, uh, uh, I'm gonna eat after this. Um, <laughs> uh, Star Wars Rebels producer joins development of High Republic era the Acolyte Disney Plus series. Mm. So, um, oh, oh no, sorry, my com- my computer just <laughs> well, tried to like shut well, down. Well, 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 well. We're good. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Rain what's Roberts. His name? Yes. Thank you. Rain Roberts is co-developing the Acolyte. Um, he was involved, um, with Rebels. He was also, uh, involved in developing the, uh, sequel trilogy. And, um, reportedly he's also, um, kind of developing some new films for theater as well, hmm. but he's also involved in the Acolyte. Something I want to point out with that is if he's involved in some theatrical releases and the acolyte makes me wonder if uh, maybe a high republic movie is in the works yes um that's something that i kind of thought as well um you know with rain i I mean i don't really know what to say about him personally in terms of like oh yeah i'm just like looking for it because i know he did this and this and this you know frankly you know rebels was fine i really you know i'm sure there's a lot of people who really loved rebels i mean i didn't not like it but i you know it was just you know it was good i just didn't stick out to me and then the sequel trilogy you know we all know my feelings on the sequel trilogy uh i i star wars i i you know i love the fact that it's star wars but it wasn't my favorite so him you know some of these uh titles that he's worked on stuff you know it doesn't really excite me but what again like you said what does excite me though is the fact that there could be possibly some kind of theatrical release or or at least some kind of movie uh related to the higher public that is exciting uh, prospect to me for for sure sure. and and rumor has it that your favorite character from the sequel trilogy is finn so (laughs) yeah uh, no no um oh what's his name uh wow I think like a right, right, uh, Rise of Skywalker, um, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, Luke, Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, what, what is his name? The little like Anakin Skywalker. No, uh, Yoda. That's what I'm <laughs> no, what's the little Munchkin thing? Um, you know, what I'm talking about Babu Frick. Babu, yeah, yeah. That, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No. Um, <laughs> don't get me started, on please. Yeah. Okay. I, we we we'll really don't need to do no, this but, for our listeners' sake. Um, yeah. High Republic um, is is just so exciting to me. In, it really in so is. many different yeah. ways, and we're gonna, of course, be talking about that more here in just a little bit. So we won't say too much at this point. Um, but but if, but this does give me makes me start to wonder if if we could potentially see a movie. Yeah. I mean, you you have to look at it this way. We know of one movie that's coming out, but we know that um, Ryan Johnson supposedly has mm-hmm. a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We know that Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige has something. Has, we just about, has yeah. a movie. Um, and then Taika, you know, we don't we know what he's doing. We know Taika has a movie. So, I mean, it's possible that one of them, you know, it's like somebody's doing something with it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I mean, here's the thing. They already said, we're only having books, only having comics, only having blah, 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 written works. Yeah. And it's like, and then they're already in two different video games. Like, are you serious? <laughs> it's like, it's already two different. I mean, I'm not complaining about that, but I just think it is funny. Or, well, first that, it's in a video game and then now we're also getting the Acolyte, which is kind of yeah. sort of in there. So it's like, it's, it's pretty hysterical that they changed from being so like this is only a publishing publishing, project (laughs) to before the even the first books were released they've already changed that (laughs) 
And so that's pretty. You know, great. and again, like I, I have no qualms about that because trust me, I'm very excited about the higher public. Oh yeah, well we said from the beginning, back in, back when we were when I was still back in my old house. So like mm-hmm. this was this was towards the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. We were January, saying February. <laughs> we were saying like, hey, this is um this is gonna end up being movies and stuff. Oh, like, this we've is, always said that. This yeah. era is gonna be a big deal. And yeah, like, I, I unless think, it totally flops, <laughs> right. this is gonna turn into a much bigger right. thing. And that's what I said, you know, that was, I think I remember saying that as a, part of my comments was that this is, first of all, I totally believe this is absolutely going to be, you know, movies, games, yeah. all that stuff. We're like gonna that. be talking about the Hydro Project, the High Republic more though. Maybe yeah. we should move on. Yeah. Before well, we... let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of getting into our, we should be saving this discussion <laughs> for our main topic. We're passionate so. about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll get back to that in a little bit, guys. All right. But so... let's, yeah, let's jump into our rumors. That That's yeah. all of our news stories for today. Remember, our rumor <laughs> section means, hey, this could end up being in, in news one day. This could end up being <laughs> true. But for now, it's just speculation. Yeah. And 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 sometimes very crazy speculation because yeah. we like to talk about everything yeah we like talking about we we don't just know? pick out rumors that we say oh man this could be true we also pick out the rumors that are just crazy right. and fun because so. here's the thing <laughs> we've talked about rumors and we've speculated stuff that actually has come to fruition quite a, quite bit, a few actually. times yeah. so i mean a lot of anyway, rumors that we have discussed has actually been true so. i'll let you guys come to your own conclusions yeah uh, but uh, <laughs> but of course like i said you know we like to talk about everything like you know the the evil clone yoda versus ray still you know, waiting for that movie still waiting still for waiting that for the reveal um, on that, so very first rumor for this week is is kind of out there but it's something that's not impossible in my mind um but i do think it is out there um, and that is the, uh, you know, when we saw Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker's return in Mandalorian season two, uh, many people are saying that this is the start of his supposed redemption arc for Luke Skywalker. So, you know, I don't know exactly to what context you, I don't know if you have that, whether that's a show or oh, a book I got, line. Oh, I got it for you. Okay, okay got, go ahead. I got some stuff for you here. Okay, go ahead. So it was my turn anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was not. Okay, people who are listening, go back. And I said, hey, it's your turn. And you're like, oh, I was just sitting there looking. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go yeah, ahead, so then I said it. But then remember when we go into rumors, it's still the, the first person again. Just just go. You just forgot how no, we do this. No, no. Just. It's okay. It's, it it's fine. I've never that's done how it's before. worked from the very just, beginning. Just go. <laughs> Trouble in paradise. I just like that you're in denial. Not true. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what uh, they're they're saying here is that Luke Skywalker, uh, you know, they, they want to restore him to the former glory. They want, uh, you know, they want to have the the big hero Luke Skywalker. They want him back in uh, in toys and in in games. They want him back in everything. And so this is kind of what we saw at the end of the season of Mandalorian is supposedly the beginning of this, right? Yeah. But they go a little further, um, and that is – this is I'm just going to read it, uh, the, the exact quote here. It says, in the sequel trilogy, it will be retconned so that Luke's actions of being in hiding, pretending to hate the Jedi, etc., are all an act to protect Grogu from being found by the dark side. <laughs> including protecting him from Rey. Luke couldn't bring himself to burn the books that he believed would place Grogu in danger, even though he knew it must be done, so Yoda in forced ghost form had to do it for him. Grogu is a new type of Jedi that unites dark and light within Anakin and Luke, both training him somehow. 
Anakin will also be retconned to actually have brought balance to the Force, etc. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, at first I said, okay, it's kind of stretching a little bit. Well, that's totally stretching yeah, a lot. <laughs> stretching a lot. Well, I'm like, okay, you know, it's funny. You know, we, we get some of these rumors and it's like, where is the basis to this at all? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Um, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand where they're getting this from. Um, you know, trust me, I, I more than anybody want to see Luke redeemed. You know, um, I, I do think that they kind of gave him a disservice. Even Mark Hamill himself thought that the sequel trilogy gave him a disservice to the character of Luke. Yeah. So I more than anybody want this. But man, that is a that is a big stretch saying that he's hiding. You know, I, I mean, I don't need to regurgitate what you just said, but man, that is just a lot. That is that is pretty crazy. So, I mean, what do you think, though? I mean, do you think there's any credit to that at all? Or do you think that that's just too far out? I think I think that that they are wanting to um, to do a redemption for, for Luke Skywalker. I think that we are going to see him in more projects in some form. Mm-hmm. And I think we are going to get more of that, that hero, Luke Skywalker. But yeah. uh, the whole, like, him hiding Grogu thing right. is, is where yeah. I draw the line. Yeah, I don't... Um, and then, then retconning, like... Like, you know, like, oh, he can't burn it, so Yoda has to do it for him. And Yeah, I think, I personally believe Grogu's already, I don't think Grogu stays with Luke for very long. No, I don't either. I don't either. Well, let me just say this real quick, and I, I think I talked about this last episode, I, I, if I th- remember correctly. But basically, if you look back, he never, Luke never says that he's going to train Grogu to be a Jedi. He says he's going to help him control his powers so he doesn't harm himself or other people around him. Right, He be, yeah, I mean, he said, you know... He basically was saying, like, if you want Grogu to live and survive, he's going to have to understand his powers. He's going to have to be able to control them and, you know, to defend himself from someone else that might try to get him. But also just to to help him not turn into an evil little Sith Lord. (laughs) Which he was clearly going to. (laughs) Um, And and so, you know, I think I, I choose to believe that, you know, he might stay with them for a couple of years at tops, but I think that's about it. I, I really don't think he's going to be with Luke forever. And and the and the biggest reason for that is we're going to get a season three of Mandalorian, yeah. and I don't think that they would want to have Mando be without um, Grogu for a whole season. Yeah, I think that they're going to want to have Grogu back, and and we'll actually get a little more into um, that in just a minute. Yeah. Um, if you want to go ahead and, and read off our next story here, you'll see kind of it's kind of then the continuation yeah. of, of of that, yeah. t- so, that conversation. So this rumor talks about Baby Yoda into this continuation, and basically the rumor is that Baby Yoda will get his own lightsaber in the next season of Mandalorian. So you know, again, even that still seems kind of a stretch. I mean, could it happen? Sure, it is. I mean, definitely possible. Um, <clears throat> but with that being said. I mean, where is he going to get it from? If Luke's not teaching him to be a Jedi, why would he help him to get a kyber crystal? And and, and then, I mean, at this point, unless there's like a major change, you know, uh, in his genetics or whatever, Baby Yoda is still Baby Yoda, right? He can't speak. He's just kind of like, he's definitely smarter than we think he is after communicating through the Force, but stuff like that. But he's still like, he's not he can't wield a lightsaber i'm sorry but you know that that can't happen unless there's like some major time jumps or something like that in the next season so getting a well, lightsaber would be interesting this this is from daniel rickman who who has had 
some some pretty um, accurate stuff shared in the past. He has a Patreon that he you pay to get these things from him. Mm. And I, I don't know exactly <laughs> where he gets his information, but he does seem to uh, have a lot of accurate information in the past. And so um, with that being said, he's basically saying that in season three, Grogu returns um, as a trained Jedi wielding his very own lightsaber. I mean, um, that I mean, would be adorable, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be adorable and very surprising to say the least, but uh, it would be adorable. That's for sure. Yeah, it, it would be uh, surprising. And for me, though, what this would mean is that The Mandalorian Season 3 has mm-hmm. a significant time jump. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. The question, of course, would be how much of a time jump... Right. I don't think you can go too far because I think there are things, stories that um, that need to be resolved. Yeah, I was gonna say um, that as well. Which, when you think about not just not just uh, Din Djarin's story, but like uh, Ahsoka and all that stuff that's going on at the same time, right. all of that's leading up to something. So it wouldn't make sense for them right. to jump too far in the future. And a lot of a lot of these newer stories that uh, we got on uh, Investor Day was called an event series. An event series. So we know yeah. that a lot of these are gearing up to something big. Something big, yeah. So, like the Avengers. Like the, the Avengers of, of the right. Star Wars. <laughs> so shows. again, it could be a whole Thrawn <laughs> thing or whatever, right? But, right. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, let's, let's dial it back to, to the Mandalorian, right? You know, I think, like I said, I don't think there could be a huge time jump because it would be skipping so much stuff. And in even going back a little bit further to our previous comments, just talking about how uh, Baby Yoda might not be in the next season or whatever. Because here's the thing: even if he wasn't, there's still a story to tell with only Din Djarin without Baby Yoda. I'm not saying I would want that necessarily, but I'm saying we got the whole uh, issue with him. <clears throat> Reassimilating into Mandalorian society. Now he has the dark saber and the whole, excuse me, yeah. the contention between him and Bo-Katan. So I mean, it's like there's still a story there, and the one that I think most people want to hear, right? Um, so I just I just think it would be dumb to skip all of that, or or to say that something hasn't happened in like ten years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, let me throw this out to you. I think I think that um, <clears throat> that it's. It would it wouldn't even need to be more than like a year, right? And the reason I say that is because I think personally that Grogu is more trained than we realize. I mean, we know yeah. he was at the temple, yeah, and um, and he's you know fifty years old, and so we could do the math on that. He would have been trained at the temple for like nineteen years or something like that. I had to know off the head to be honest with you, but that sounds about right. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and that's if he was trained from birth. Right. But if so if you if you look at it that way, he's probably had some Jedi training and we know that his his memory has been kind of like tampered with or something. Right. He's yeah. he's, he's not so so I wonder if this year with Luke could kind of just restore that. Restore That's possible. His, yeah. And so then he's already significantly more trained. Then you know right, what I mean, like right, that would yeah. all kind of come back to him, and res- and he'd kind of be fully restored. And he's older, and yeah. so I think all that combined, he doesn't need to be with Luke for years and years and years to get the training he needs. Well, well yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. And one thing we got to think about as well is that we don't really know enough about Yoda's species and Grogu's species. 
how how do they age? Is there like just like a okay snap of the finger one at one point now all of a sudden they've really grown up, or is it a, you know pro- progression of time? Like okay at fifty they're still kind of a baby, but as they grow to like. 60 65 70 like as a child grows up from you know a baby to well, yeah we don't we don't know or, like, we don't it, know when it happens or is there like one day where all of a sudden he's just okay now he can speak now he's kind of like an adult now you know, you know so. what i really hope it is and this is this is what i would really hope for i hope that it goes straight from what what baby yoda is now to literally just as old as yoda looks that would be like, a huge like a huge surprise i mean that would it would be, be so funny though if it all would, of a sudden like funny, like it, if it yeah. happened in the mandalorian he comes back all of a sudden like he looks back like or maybe he already has him back with him he's a baby and then like the next day all of a sudden yeah he's just like well i mean it could be one of those it, things where they like he, he goes to sleep for a long time he's not sure what's going on and yeah. like he's metamorphosizing <laughs> yeah. to, to old right? yoda but i yeah. mean we know we know yoda uh, you know who is in the high republic and yeah. he's like what four hundred, I guess, something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think. Well, more like six hundred fifty to seven hundred, right? Six hundred, something like that. Yeah, let's say. 600. Or what? He's like. He's like nine hundred he, in the. He's nine hundred in in, in uh, Return of the Jedi. Like so. So like two hundred and sixty years before that. Okay. Yeah. So it would be like six six hundred fifty. Yeah. So like so anyways, he's already old. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's. Uh, you know, there are images of his version of the High Republic. He stands up a little straighter. Like that's yeah, that's man. like the biggest. Just about. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. And so, you know, of course, like that's still way more years than what we've seen out of Grogu. Yeah, but exactly. I, I don't know that I want to see like a middle aged, <laughs> like receding hairline. Baby. Like, <laughs> I don't know that I want to see a, a teenager or middle aged. Like I just I love the really old and I love the little baby. Yeah. But I don't know if I need yeah. it in between. Like <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see him like as like a toddler. Like I mean, like a little older. Like like like, yeah. like old enough that can start to speak now and, and sure. things of that nature. But but still like a baby Yoda type yeah. character. Yeah, I agree. Because like I said, otherwise it would be it would almost have to be like older baby Yoda, like like Yoda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. So yeah, I guess we'll, we'll uh, move on. Now that we talked about so that long. forever, uh, guys, <laughs> we we haven't been back for for so long. We have so much to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, moving on sorry. to our next rumor, Marvel's Loki creator joins Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. Now mm, a lot of 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 trusted sources have been reporting on this, including Deadline. They they reported that uh, the Loki head writer, which is Michael Waldron. Um, has been tapped to write this new Star Wars feature film. Um, of course, we haven't seen Loki yet, but right, um, right. Um, I'm hearing it's supposed to be pretty good. And so uh, maybe we'll be a little more excited about that after we watch Loki. But he's also, I guess, he's he's they're, they're saying he's part of an unprecedented overall deal that he signed with the studios with Disney Um that has rarely been given in recent years. Huh. So they really trust this guy. Yeah. And um and 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 so what we're seeing here is Kevin Feige who is producing and developing a a Star Wars movie. Right. Now, we don't know uh, technically this could maybe be one of the other Star Wars movies that we already know about, right? Because uh we know Taika Waititi is is directing a Star Wars movie, correct? Yes, yes, he's a director. So yeah. that could mean Kevin Feige's movie and Taika Waititi's movie could be one and the same. 
that's because Kevin Feige true, is yeah. not directing a Star Wars movie. He's he is producing a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah, I, I mean technically it could be the same thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. But most people are reporting these as two separate things for now until we know more. And so we'll right. do the same, I guess. Right. Um so Kev, but Kevin Feige is is kind of getting to dip his hands into Star Wars a little bit. Yeah. And uh and um uh, I think we're going to maybe see more of this as this goes on because yeah. we know he is a very trusted um, uh, person right. to be given right. these things as what we've seen him do with the MCU. Yeah. And, and so now we have a writer. I think we're going to continue to see a little bit more about this sooner than later. If we're already getting a writer, um, I'm getting a phone call. Oh my gosh. Put him on. <laughs> Hello. Um, Go ahead and, and throw in the next part, though, that we have here on the, the, the next rumor there. Because okay, this is kind of right. talking about so the this same is kind deal. Of, kind, of, kind of tying into some degree kind of the Marvel thing going on. Well, I was going to say it's interesting, of course, that Kevin Feige, who's a huge Marvel guy, has his own movie. So, of course, then he's going to bring in other Marvel people. So yeah. I could see that being pretty credible because, you know... Uh, you know, Kevin Feige's going to kind of want to stay with his own people that he trusts and stuff. So, I mean, like I said, I have nothing really a whole lot to say about that and um, about being excited over because we don't know about Loki or whatever, but I am excited just knowing that Kevin Feige is affiliated and that if he trusts this creator, then, then bring him in too because, you know, Kevin Feige did a great job with Marvel and so I'm sure he'll do great with Star Wars as well. Um, but so the second, uh, second to last rumor actually kind of somewhat involves that. And that is that Robert Downey Jr. is rumored, uh, to have some sort of Star Wars role in the future. And, uh, you know, that's pretty wild to me. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. I love, love Robert Downey Jr. I love RDJ. But I said this in previous episodes, and I'll say it again. I don't know that I would want RDJ or someone like him to be in Star Wars, right? Because this is something we've talked about in other episodes, and that is I like the fact that each person who comes into Star Wars becomes that character, and, and I'm sure other actors hate that, right? Like, I know Harrison Ford hates that. He hates that he's Han Solo. Um, <laughs> but, but I love that, like, these unknown people come in, and they embody these characters and that's who they become and that's like who they are but when i look at rdj i see him in every other role he's ever played specifically iron man right so it's going to be hard for me to separate if this was true or is true it's going to be hard for me to separate in my mind him from his other characters you know what i'm saying well yeah and that's the problem with an iconic character like um tony stark yeah. or, or even like <laughs> luke skywalker it, you know mark hamill was was rarely ever put in anything else because they because people yeah. would say well they, they know you as Luke Skywalker I can't put you in my movie that's all they'll be able to see exactly and exactly. Um, and and that kind of goes the same for for Robert Downey Jr. It's hard to see him in another movie and not just yeah. think oh that's Tony Stark um, yeah and especially to to bring something like that into Star Wars makes it even right. harder that's why a lot right. of times Star Wars has so many unknown actors because. Yep. Um, it just works better for that universe that yeah. you don't already know them from something else. I agree. And and so I think if you bring someone in like Robert Downey Jr., you got to do like an alien or yeah, something, someone who's to, like a mask something, something to mask yeah. his appearance. Um, maybe he's just the voice of something. Man, he has um, such a distinctive voice too. Though. He does. You're <laughs> you right. Know? You're right. <laughs> so it's like that's very true. I mean, if you know anything about RDJ, I mean, everything about his him is distinctive. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> very true. I think I could. I think I could get through it better though if it was just his voice sure yeah i could too um yeah. 
but the, the 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 rumor here is that he's been in talks with John Favreau, and so uh, yeah, um, if he's talking with John Favreau, um, that means it's probably in one of these Disney Plus shows. Which that would surprise me though, because RDJ is so big. You know what I'm saying? It's been so many things, and and I just don't. I would be surprised, frankly, surprised that if he was in a Disney Plus only oh, show. Oh, yeah, me too. And I, I think it would. I think it would make more sense if he was in this Kevin Feige movie. I agree. Um, yeah, and, but who? This is all pretty crazy. There were, for a while, the <laughs> yeah. rumor was that he was going to be playing Thrawn, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's insane. Yeah. I don't know that. that don't that's that. to me. That's just re- that's just silly. Okay, oh I'm not even gosh. gonna. Yeah, let's not <laughs> talk about that. I mean, there's, there's no credence to that. Um, but but that was the rumor going on for a while, and then the guys from Kessler on Transmission, you know, they <laughs> they uh, they sometimes have the right thing. They were like, no, he's not playing Thrawn, but he has been in talks with Favreau, and then for some reason they deleted their tweet. Mm, yeah. So, and here's the thing. I mean, here's the thing. Could I mean him and John, so John Favreau was over? Uh, he's either Iron Man one or Iron Man two, and John Favreau was in some of the movies, right? I mean, in several of the movies. So it's like, yeah, I mean, him and RDJ talking like that's not a surprise. And they, could they just come up on the topic? Oh, hey, so you've been doing Star Wars stuff? How's that going? Yeah, pretty good. And make a joke about him being in something. And oh yeah, okay, you know. Right. I mean, I could imagine that like someone overheard the conversation or something, and then thought like, oh yeah, he might be, you know, having right. talks with them, you know. I just I think it'd be more you know if to, for me to believe it it'd be more just like a casual conversation they're kind of joking about it it's not really something yeah yeah because I mean I guarantee RDJ and John Favreau talk you know what I'm saying oh sure sure so let's let's move on to our our last rumor here okay and our our last rumor is that um, the Mandalorian characters including Ahsoka are rumored to join Disney parks mm, interesting um, I think that this is. No surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think right now the Disney parks are focused on the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And the sequel trilogy is now over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also uh, not everyone's favorite. Right. And, but everybody. With the wild success of The Mandalorian. You know almost everybody <laughs> loves The Mandalorian. Right. So this would not surprise me at all if they decide to start to, to change. Um, Batu to be set during this time of the Mandalorian yeah. and these all these Disney Plus shows that are going to be connected to it. Yeah. And they said before that that Batu or Galaxy's Edge would change with what Star Wars projects they were currently working yeah. with. And on a side note, I'm just saying if if I don't get to see Batu before it changes something else, I'm going to be very disappointed <laughs> because although sequel trilogy is not my favorite, I mean I still want to see it though. Well, 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 it's it's gonna you know it's it's still gonna be that place. Yeah, it's just like the the characters will be kind different and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be they're yeah, gonna I mean, try. I mean, essentially they'll be changing the era. Yeah, it's like it's um, Batu, but it's you know right. in the era it's, you know what this, thirty years earlier or something exactly, like that. You know? Exactly. So yeah. I think that's the way they'll they'll go with it. So like you'll probably see some normal stormtroopers instead of first yeah. order stormtroopers. Yeah. Which actually or, would be kind of cool. Um, so. you know, Kylo Ren probably won't be walking around anymore. It'll be uh, maybe Darth Vader will show up or something. That'd there. be cool. I mean, which, hey, I mean, I'd, which I'd be cool you know, Mandalorian's after that, but but <laughs> right. they might stretch it a little and have, right, right. have some more original trilogy. Because what else would you put in there, right? Because that is a kind of a dead space with major movies. They might have some stuff. more like original trilogy characters around. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I think that it would it would make sense because. Oh wait, hold on. Let me read this real quick. 
Okay. All right. Uh, this here says the Galaxy's Edge experience is considered canon, so they probably wouldn't have Darth Vader, um, which we actually already knew that, but thinking about it more, they probably wouldn't. But this here says uh, Kylo Ren does exist in the Mandalorian's universe. He may be four years old, but he does exist. <laughs> and the thinking right now is, yes, last year's guests were excited. They're about to have Kylo Ren and Rey walking around in Galaxy's Edge. But in a, in a situation like this where if they were to do something like, say, have Kylo Ren's shuttle disappear and suddenly the Razor Crest is sitting there parked, that would go from, oh, that's interesting, to, holy cow, where's the line? How do I get my picture taken with the child? Yeah. No, so that, well, basically what they're saying is let's throw out Kylo Ren and let's bring in the child and everyone's going to want to be there. <laughs> two, two things I want to say to that, right? First of all, Kylo Ren was the best part of the sequel trilogy, first of all. Agreed. Second of all, I this is the most probable rumor that we've talked about today because, I mean, again, Disney cares about money. Disney cares about crowds. Disney cares about popularity. And we know for a fact that Grogu is a huge success. And if they had the Razor Crest there, and if they had somebody on deck that could puppeteer a like a little Grogu in like a little Grogu puppet and like have it, you know, move its head and blink and stuff. And people could like, maybe not hold it, but like come near it and take a picture. Dude, are you kidding me? Dude, people who don't even care about Star Wars would be coming to do that because Grogu has become like this meme almost amongst 40 year old women that like, you know, and went from minions to baby Yoda, you know, and <laughs> that's, that, that's bled out to not just 40 year old women to a lot of different people. So, I mean, yeah. there's people who don't even care about Star Wars that care about Grogu. So, I mean, it right. only makes sense that that would be something would happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, totally. I, I, I would be, I'd be cool with it, you know, for sure. I mean, I think it'd be yeah. really cool actually. Um, so yeah, bring it on. And, and Disney, if we want to, Convince us by giving us free tickets. You yeah, know? if you want to send us there, Whatever. we will. We uh, might do it. We'll report on it. Well, well I mean, we'll think about. We'll it, think about. But... It. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to check the schedule, but we'll we'll we might squeeze it. We in. might fit it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we know Sorry. nobody at Disney's listening. <laughs> no, definitely nobody at Delray. <laughs> say Disney might listen, but definitely not the folks at Delray. They won't listen to me for nothing. <laughs> what your um, <laughs> so that's the the end of our rumors as you can tell we had a lot of crazy stuff <laughs> to, today um but yeah. we're gonna jump into our releases real quick um only one thing really of note to to discuss and that is um darth vader issue nine it'll be coming out on wednesday that's really the only thing to um to, to really talk about right now um again right now you know we just had some high republic releases mm-hmm. and um and so that's great uh, but really for the next while, we're not going to really be seeing a whole lot until we know when the Bad Batch comes out. That's really the next big yeah. um, big thing. And so right now it'll just be a lot of uh, comic stuff probably yeah. that we'll be discussing and releasing. Pretty much, yeah. So um, this is the dry period for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we go into our Q&A, though, we, I, I do want to mention our top fans. Oh, this is yeah. our This is our Facebook um top fans we like to just uh make notice of them because we appreciate that they are taking their time to to talk with us and to to discuss things Um, so also while you're getting your stuff together i just want to say for those of you who are listening when we say top fans this is a facebook curated list so we're not choosing this Right, right this is like basically if you have interacted with us on facebook facebook notates essentially who has interacted the most with likes, comments, shares, etc. 
So again, we're not picking favorites. Right, we're not you, picking Facebook favorites. Is. This is Facebook is doing it for us, and we're just making note of it. So, <laughs> right. so t- interpret that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we'll let's just start. We'll, we'll do our our top five. We'll start okay. with five. Go, Naturally, go to our our number one. Yep. So number five is Alex Mason. Alex, who has been a, a top beast. fan for seven months. That's so legendary, dude. That's that's awesome. Appreciate Thank it. you, Alex. We uh, we love you here a lot at Jedi Eternal. Absolutely. Um, Always appreciate it. Yes. Number four is Brandon Dukes. Brandon Top fan Dukes. for seven months. By the Man. way, none of these are going to be surprising. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be people you hear a lot. On here. <laughs> we so. talk about these people all the time. And, and there's a reason for it. Because, because they talk to us. Because, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, there's a there's good reason why they're on this list. So uh, they, you they be are our fan, biggest supporters. You know what to do. <laughs> um, so Brandon Dukes, we love you here yes, at Jedi Eternal. Appreciate you. Um, number three Stuart Martin, Stuart. Our, our man Stuart, and yes. he has been a top fan for nine months. Nine months. So he, dude, is, Stuart's hanging in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks again, Stuart. You're the best. We oh, appreciate yeah. it. Number two is it's, it's going to be a clinch pin between Kristen you, and JB. Oh, right? oh okay. I know and, that that's yeah. what it is, but it's like I don't know who's <laughs> who, who. Who made it? Who made it to yeah. second? Made yeah. Uh, number two is. Our buddy JB, Josh and Birkinshaw, top fan JB. for nine months. What a legend. Uh, we love JB so much. He's the yeah. best. Um, <laughs> I, JB Absolutely. just almost feels like family at this point, even <laughs> yeah. though I've literally never seen him. You know, if we ever, like, for some reason go to, to your side of the pond or something, we'll have to oh, say hi to you guys. We are going to so. meet up with JB one of these or days. Or if you ever come to uh, Star Wars Celebration my, or something. You my know? hope is that we'll all meet up at Celebration one of these you years. You know, that would be awesome. Honestly, yeah. if we could ever, like, well, I mean, I plan on going do it again but um next year um if everything's well and good uh we we plan on going to, to oh, we're gonna have a meet and greet we're meet and greet for any greets. anybody yeah. that that um like that all three that comes <laughs> <laughs> but hey we will love meeting all three of you <laughs> we'll, we'll charge 500 bucks for each <laughs> Uh, extra yeah, extra sixty bucks for an autograph. You can have one of my signed sweaty T shirts for six thousand dollars. <laughs> Come on, man, we got to pay for our uh, our tickets there one way or another. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, we won't no. charge you guys anything. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm joking, joking. And then coming at number one, surprise the, the the one who has stayed at number one since I think the beginning almost. Oh man, uh, close to the beginning at least. Uh, and that is Michael Kristen Jackson. Perry. Oh, <laughs> Kristen Perry. Kristen, <laughs> what a legend! Fan for ten months. Wow. So, Kristen, we appreciate you. That's so she awesome. Has, she has so stayed awesome. in that number one slot uh, for ten <laughs> months, and what uh, a legend! And that is pretty impressive. So, thanks again, Kristen. Um, our number, our number one Q and A girl. We can always depend on her to ask us a Q and A question, yes. and we appreciate that because we were yes. uh, really uh, begging this we week. Yeah. Well, there's like. <laughs> Kristen asked a question. You know, that's usually predictable, which is very thank- we're very thankful for that. And then Alex came in with like 26 I think, questions. Honestly, I think you saw that like we asked, no one said anything. And then, and so then I'm getting desperate. I'm like posting a story, like asking no one, no one again posting anything. So Alex like came in close. He's like, you know what? He's like, I'm going to just ask him a bunch of questions. <laughs> I've been saving these up. So we appreciate that. Yes, we absolutely do appreciate it. We, we're laughing and stuff, like, but we really do appreciate it. It's like we it. were gone for two weeks and everybody forgot about us. So. <laughs> it's like, well, you guys are still doing some. Oh, I remember you guys. I think yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we'll build it back up. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> salvage our poor reputation from here. All right. 
let's go yeah. into those Q and A questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So again, we do really, really appreciate all the questions and stuff like that. So you'll be surprised to know that the three questions that we have this week is from Alex, Kristen, and Alex. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> you'll be surprised. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'll just regurgitate my spiel for a second. But you know, as you guys know, we're going to our Q and A segment, which we have every week. Which uh, you know, we make a Facebook post asking you all to ask us questions, topics, and all that good stuff. Um, and, uh, so we always try to pick three. So, uh, we'll probably have questions for the next two weeks for, from Alex alone. So we really appreciate that. Um, uh, no, but anyway, so we, uh, we'll, have, we'll pair uh, one of his with other people's for right, a while. Probably, probably. We'll do, probably. <laughs> right. Um, no, and they're all very good questions though. So anyway, let's just dive right into it. Uh, so this week's first question comes from Alex Mason who says, I would like to hear you guys' opinion. What is better? Vader's scene in Rogue, basically hallway scene in Rogue One, or Luke's hallway scene in The Mandalorian. Drew, what do you think? Which one do you think is better? I really love both of them. Yeah. Um, I really love both of them for di- for different reasons. But if I had to say which one's better, I think it's still Darth Vader's. Yes, I, I, I. I uh, go ahead. Tell me why you think. Well, so. there's such there's such a just menacing. <laughs> Right. to that scene right. and it was so unexpected and I think it's part of it also is the nostalgia of, of being at the theater watching Rogue One for the first time not having any idea that Darth Vader is going to show up like he did right. And, and, right. And, and do that scene it was a complete total shock and um and and just seeing him go through, and of course he's just casually walking through, and and you know he's <laughs> right. pinning people up to the ceiling yeah. and just all that stuff. <laughs> That's so good. Um, it, it's kind of like. Like I love the Luke Skywalker scene, but the Luke the Luke Skywalker scene is also it's it's doing that because of the Darth Vader scene. Sure, yeah, and and, and it's great. I love yeah. it, and I loved the, the return of Luke Skywalker again. Another somewhat surprise. I mean, I was really hoping. Yeah. I was really hoping that that's what was going to happen. <laughs> right, but, right. Um, but I think the production value of 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 the Darth Vader scene is still a little higher. Of course, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's still a little higher than what we what we get out of the the Luke Skywalker one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I have to say Darth Vader, you know, I'm on the same page. I, it's, it's incredibly close for me though, because oh, no, it's incredibly close, close for I, me too. I yeah. know, but I'm just saying like, I have to state that for myself at least, you know, like it's incredibly close to me. I do think the Vader one is just because of the feel again, that it's, it's, it's just behooved that character so much. But again, I could say the same thing about Luke because it's a complete, like my opinion, like a redemption mm-hmm. scene for him. And yeah. he just, it, he kicks butt like the Luke we always knew who he was. And it was just, it was the, it was the, the best of Vader, and it was the best of Luke, really, on both of them. And it was it, it uh, epitomized both characters perfectly and how they acted, how what sure. they said, what they did. But yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to admit, the Vader scene is just it takes the edge like by a fraction of a centimeter, just because just the feel and the production value. I, and, and I think like what that. maybe tips over the edge for me is maybe not even Darth Vader himself, but the, the soldiers that were in there, the rebel yeah. soldiers, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. the, the, the fear and stuff you see on them yeah. and like, they're trying to hurry and get the, the information <laughs> right. over, you know? And it's, and it's yeah. just like, it's so like, like, it's just real, man. It just yeah. feels like just it's, like actually urgent, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what really, really makes it for me. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. Um, great question, though. Um, so 
let's just go ahead and just uh, well, let's just do Kristen's real quick. So uh, our second question comes from Kristen Perry, who says, "In a New Hope, when Darth Vader and Luke were fighting, Luke had made contact with Vader's arm. Why didn't the, the lightsaber go through? And what uh, if so?" Or, Sorry, I think I mistyped this. But anyway, basically what material is the suit made of? So I think that we have talked about this before, if I'm not mistaken. But there's, I think the last time we talked about this, there's two answers. First of all, uh, Vader's suit is made of Durasteel. Um, as we know, Durasteel is not impenetrable. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's very hard, obviously. You know, and lightsabers can go through it. But it, it's it, you know it'd have to take multiple hits or or extended contact. I mean, because even Beskar, you know, as we saw in the last episode of The Mandalorian, heated yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But another thing is that it's not you know part of it was that his uh, his suit's made of Durasteel. But the other thing is that uh, Luke, in my opinion, was not actually trying to like kill his father. Right? It was he was never trying to. Um, actually land a solid hit on him where he's trying to kill him. It was kind of like a glancing blow. Because if you watch scene, it kind of was like, he's kind of like coming down at an angle and it kind of just glances off. It wasn't like a straight, oh, I'm trying to chop you in half, you know, uh, hit. It was kind of like a glancer, you know. <laughs> and uh, so that's that's kind of my opinion, opinion on it. You know, A, of course, his suit's made of Durasteel, which is going to deflect it to some degree. But um, also, again, I, I do think that Luke also wasn't really trying to. Yeah, and to I do, do want to to make just a quick correction. It wouldn't have been in a new hope either. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right uh Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, the well, battle she's talking about. Well, yeah, I mean they 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 have lightsaber battles in, you know, in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but um yeah, I think so, the time he actually ends up hitting them is, is in the Emperor's lair, whatever. Yeah. No, I think so. Um but I just wanted to, to make that clear for everybody listening. They don't have a lightsaber to fight in. <laughs> in no, so. You're so mean, dude. <laughs> no, I'm You're going to say that about our top fan like that? <laughs> no, no, it was nothing against Kristen at all. I just want to make sure everybody okay, is, we, is We're just kidding. We're just kidding, obviously. But, um, but yeah, no, he's correct. Um, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> he said I was just reading off. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, in terms of like why it didn't actually go through or whatever, I think it even does kind of like cut it open a little bit, though. If you look at it, I could be wrong because it's been a very long time since I've watched it. I need to rewatch it again, actually. I've been planning on do that. But um, I, I think it does show some of the circuitry a little bit in his arm. I could be wrong on that. But the reason, again... I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. We need to, we need to have a marathon again. We do. That'd we be fun. We really need to do that. Anyway, side note. But, uh, yeah, I just think that, again, he's made a Durasteel. And, two, I don't personally think that Luke was actually trying to, to maim him. You know, just trying to get a glancing blow. So, anything else you want to say on that? No. no. Okay. Well, there you go. So, Kristen, thank you for the question. We greatly yes, appreciate that. Um, so, our third and final question comes from Alex Mason. <laughs> again, who says... What do you guys think about Starkiller being canon? And there's more to this, but I just want to say, great question. I've wanted to talk about this for a while. Um, would that be something that you would like to see in either a movie or a TV show? I think to insert him into canon, he is overpowered. But as a game, it was super fun. So I have quite a bit to say. Well, I mean, not quite a bit, but I have my thoughts on this. Drew, what do you think? Well, I don't have much to say, so this will, I guess... I'll let you take over most of it, but I'll just give my quick thoughts. Um, I I don't think Star Killer, not the not the Legends version of Star Killer, can be in canon. Mm-hmm. Um, he again, like Alex said, he's just too powerful. 
it just doesn't make sense for for our current canon now to do something like that. Um, could there could there be a Star Killer? Sure. I mean, they're they're technically, as we already know, or they're they're dealing with cloning, mm-hmm. and um, and so that could totally um, they could totally bring a Star Killer type character. Um, Would be in the same play. time era, though. You know, Sam. Right, but I mean, that's kind of the way they're doing a lot of things. Is they're bringing Legends characters and things back, but in different. Um, yeah. periods of time they used to like Thrawn. I mean, True. you know. Yeah. And so I think that they could totally bring back Starkiller, even bring back Sam Witwer if they wanted. True. But they yeah. just, I think they got to draw the line at, at the, the force powers that he has is is too crazy. <laughs> so they'd right. have to tone it back. Um, will they do that? I remain skeptical that they would, that they'll truly ever bring him back. But mm-hmm. I do think it's possible just with scaled back force powers. Sure. Yeah, so uh, I, I pretty much completely agree with that. I mean, I don't really even have too much more to add. But basically, you know, Galen Merrick as a character or, you know, Starkiller, you know, a fantastic, fantastic story, fantastic character. I do love the idea that they had this apprentice, you know, who is strong in the force that, that Vader, you know, it was like seeing the cool part about it when we first saw Galen Merrick in that story of uh, Force Unleashed was that it was like seeing all of the Jedi and Padawan except from the other side, right? It was from like it was like the Sith and the Padawan Sith, you know, whatever they call it, you know, whatever Prentice, you know. But uh, um, it was just cool because you got to see all this the, the difference, you know. We got always got to see the Jedi and the Padawan in all the movies, but it's like seeing it for the first time from the other lens, you know. So that was really cool. I really like that. I love the story of Galen Merrick and that power struggle that even though he was trained in the dark side and had hatred, so he still struggled with wanting to be light and stuff. So I love that. And I honestly, I love the fact that he was super powerful. And of course, as they cloned him, he became like way more powerful. But I completely agree. I do think that bringing him back would just completely undermine lore um, because he was just way too powerful. I mean, if you see some of the Force Unleashed 2 commercials or like not commercials, but uh, like cut scenes and stuff, it's like, I mean, the dude's literally taking a forest full of stormtroopers with the force, like literally lifting them up and just evaporating them into nothing. I mean, it's like, it's insanity. He also like pulls down like a Star Destroyer, doesn't <laughs> Into he? another one, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like, something crazy. Something crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I think the point is, is that when you, you know, Darth Vader is supposed to be like, you know, he has the highest midichlorian count. You know, I hate to even say it like that, but you know what I'm saying? Had highest midichlorian count. He had the most powerful raw force ability and super strong in the force and stuff like that, especially when he tapped into the dark side. But then basically Galen Merrick, specifically his clone in Force Unleashed 2, makes him look like a, like, you know, not nearly as powerful. You know what I'm saying? It completely undermines the character of Vader. So I think that's one of the reasons why he couldn't come back is because, you know, his force power is like unprecedented. Like nobody else is as powerful as he is. So I could talk all night about that because I do love the character and I do love the games and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I do think it would be hard to bring him back, especially just in the way we know him. Yeah. So. So, guys, that in uh, concludes our Q&A for the week. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, we're going to be obviously having our Q&A for next week as well. We'll probably sprinkle in a few of Alex's other questions in there because they have some good ones. But feel free to uh, to leave some questions, whatever they may be. Um, like what, like a, our last – either our last or, or uh, one before that uh, episode – 
one of my buddies uh, goes to my church, uh, Philip Mahirin, he asked a question for the first time, and he thought, oh, man, it was such a dumb question. And, you know, like, you know, like, honestly, it was a very good question. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. But, uh, but I remember saying, like, you know, and this is what I want to tell everybody. We say it a million times, but, you know, there's no dumb question. Right. Like, we would love to hear anything, even if it seems so simple. We want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, and that's one of the reasons why we started doing this is we want to yeah. help inform people right. about, about Star Wars. And, <laughs> exactly. And there's a lot of crazy stuff out there that people uh, get told or hear. Yes. And, and we like to, to kind of set, set it straight. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Maybe, maybe you don't have a question as much as you heard this and you're like, is this really true? Yeah, that works That's too. That's perfect example. We don't, it doesn't have to be a question about the lore necessary, necessarily of Star mm-hmm. Wars. It can just be about really anything like you heard, you heard a rumor about something. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, that, you, that you think there's credibility to too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all of our listeners, whether you ask questions or not, we appreciate each and every one of you. So without any further ado, Drew, let's go ahead and lead on into our main topic for the day. Yes. Yeah, so um, as some of you may have known, the higher public uh, has officially been released. It the, is upon us. It is officially here. It has started. Um, and also there was a live stream that happened um, the day before the release of the books. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so we got some information from that. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about um, what has been released. We're going to talk about um, what they talked about in the live stream. Um, and then we'll give a, a quick first impression on on the light of the Jedi from what I've read of it so far. Yeah, on a and, side note, I ordered the book before it even came out. And like, oh, by the way, uh, your book's not going to be shipped until January 30th. I'm like, are you kidding me? So anyway. Yeah, well, mine came on release day, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Um, so first off. Let's just talk about what was released. So yeah, for sure. we have um, Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Mm-hmm. This is the adult novel. Um, it, it came out on Tuesday. And this is kind of what the what they're encouraging you to start with Yeah, is, is this novel. Um, and then we also have the uh, like middle grade novel. Um, and this is... Uh, um, what's it called again? I'm trying to Hold see what the the test of test of courage. courage yeah. <laughs> it's like leaning over to see his the book test of there. courage. Um, this I have not touched yet, um, other than to just bring it in my house and set it on the table. Um, <laughs> yeah. See how much he loves it. How dare um, you? Thank you to Disney for um, for giving us review copies, um, but we have not done the review yet for that, so <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, at some point. Um, <laughs> And then, and then we also got a children's book, mm, which is um, the Great Jedi Rescue or something like that. I don't remember if that's yeah. what it's called, <laughs> something like that. It's, and it's just like a, a like a literal like children's like little small children's yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. But it's still part of the higher public canon. And so yeah. those are the the three books that came out. And then the next day, Wednesday, we got the High Republic comic mm-hmm. by Kevin Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we have right now. Yeah. That is our, the, what we have to work with until February. Uh, I think it's like the first week of February we will get um, Claudia Gray's um, young adult novel, Into the Dark. Yeah. Which, of course, um, Claudia Gray is a master oh, Star yeah. Wars writer, so I'm <laughs> yeah. sure that book is going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. I mean, very exciting stuff. You know, uh, You know, I, I just want to say, like, outside of, like, the, the schedule of books and stuff like that, you know, 
this is what we was talking about earlier is just that like this is so exciting you know it's yeah. just an exciting new time um you know it, it's hard for probably a lot of people like myself who is not a huge reader um you know to to be excited about this but someone who truly loves star wars as, as myself is excited because we're introducing an entirely new era right something that right. we've never even heard of before right and uh, especially as somebody like us who love jedi and the idea of jedi that uh, this is the prime time you know this is the golden mm-hmm. era of the jedi like it's just amazing and i'm very excited to start reading this book, uh, Light of the Jedi, yeah. and get introduced into this uh, new era. You know, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. And, op- and it opens up to a lot of uh, a lot of possibilities, a lot of new things that it could go into for yeah. sure. So some of you may be wondering, what is the correct order to read these in? Uh, there, There is no official correct order, but I do have a recommendation for those of you who are, are listening. Um, and, and I have um, seen some of the authors and stuff uh, talk about similar orders as this. And, and so what I would recommend to anyone who's starting the higher public, start with Light of the Jedi. Um, start with that one. Then read um, A Test of Courage. And then uh, the children's book is, you know, I, I doubt many of our listeners are going to get the children's book. So... Um, I think the children's book actually just tells like a small portion of the story in light of the Jedi. It, mm-hmm. So it's like a, just a retelling in a, for, in a kid's version. Right. So, um, you might, if you were going to get that and read it to your child, maybe wait till you finish light of the Jedi, then read that. Um, but, and then lastly, I highly encourage you to wait to read the higher public comic. So you are done with light of the Jedi, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but probably Light of the Jedi and uh, the Test of Courage, and the reason for that, and I uh, see I was not aware of this. I started the Higher Public comic on Wednesday, right? Um, <laughs> and it definitely takes place after the events of Light of the Jedi, <laughs> nice. and nice. it's uh, it's kind of surprising that they don't really like say that. Yeah, like that, like yeah. So so <laughs> I, I started it, and immediately I'm like, wait. I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but visually there was something I'm going to go, whoa, wait a second. Why is that look that way? Right. I was like something, <laughs> what am I missing here? Right. And then it, it was, dawned on you. and then it was a, <laughs> well, I turned the page and then there was a, another really big thing. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is definitely after the first novel. So <laughs> nice. then I just put that away. I was like, I'm, I'm going to wait till, till yeah. I'm done with yeah. the novel before I read this. <laughs> nice. So I got a couple spoilers there. But oh, um, well. no. so I would I would definitely wait to read the comic <laughs> until after that is right. over. It should be like the last thing. So again, uh, Light of the Jedi, Test of Courage, then the High Republic comic after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've heard um, then Into the Dark would be next. And mm-hmm. then the, um, the High Republic Adventures comic. Uh, would probably be the last thing that you'd read there. So, yeah, gotcha. Um, That's good information. In the High Republic uh, Adventures comic is not out yet. I'm not exactly sure on the exact release date, but I I know it's, um, I think maybe in February as well, as with Into the Dark. Yeah, so also during their kind of like press release online event, they actually had talked about their next like phases. Uh, so Light of the Jedi yes. starts off with phase one, as right. phase one. Um, and they go into phase two, which is quest of the Jedi, and then phase three, which is trials of the Jedi. Yeah. So, um, as we know, and, and I can speak freely here because I, I literally know nothing as of right now, unlike you who hasn't had a spoiler before. So I don't know, right? I, I don't know what's going on. So I can say that we know that there's this great cataclysm, right? This great event that that causes some kind of destruction. So it, it we know that the 
High Republic is the, uh, the the golden era of the Jedi. So it makes sense that Phase One is the light of the Jedi, right? You know, it's it's the best of the times. It was the worst of times, you know. And then the great, you know, cataclysm comes or whatever. Um, and then Phase Two, which is the quest of the Jedi. So now that there's something going on, you know, like in Phase Three, trials of the Jedi. So we know that there's like this thing that's going on this great event that they're having to face and, and and if you watch this trailer which they had dropped as well it talks about how there was great things in the force that we'd never seen before that we had to battle over even the very uh who basically like i can't remember how they said it but basically who even owns the force or whatever so uh it'll be very interesting to see what happens here in the progression and interestingly enough also though like how 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 long are we going to be in the golden era of the jedi you know what I'm saying? How quickly does it fall? You know, so that's that's gonna be an interesting uh, yeah and, idea here. And they've said phase one will last until sometime in 2022. Yeah. So um, phase one goes on for a while. Uh, yeah, decent, yeah, decent chunk uh, of time. I think um, yeah. we'll see um, some more books that haven't even been announced yet that will still be a part of phase one. Uh, and then phase two, they said sometime in 2022. So phase two probably starts maybe in the towards the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of 2022 and I so I mean if you look at it that way these phases could last a fairly could long while, time yeah. we yeah. may not see the end of of this until maybe around the Acolyte maybe after the Acolyte starts right. yeah I mean and, well because here's the thing we know that as they say Acolyte is at the tail end of the uh of the High Republic era, and mm-hmm. we know that's basically like what fifty, or they said it's like basically fifty years before Phantom Menace. So I mean, yeah, we know that it has to yeah. be at least a little while. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying we're gonna right. delve into this era for a little while, and plus, and let's also say this, you know, just because the quote unquote story ends, um, you know, in twenty twenty six, I don't know, I'm just throwing that number out there. Uh, that does not mean that they're going to stop with that. I mean, if we know anything about sto- uh, anything about Star Wars, they always revisit stuff. Yeah. So that you know. Games, movies, shows, etc., um, could be happening uh, in that time era, even after it "quote unquote" ends. So, I mean, don't yeah, because that's one thing I kind of thought as well. I'm like, oh man, you know, it's they're kind of going through this pretty quick, and just the next you know handful of years, you know, it could be already over, you know. But that doesn't mean it's going to stop. So very true. Yeah, I mean, they can tell stories in this era for years and years and years to come. Yeah. Even if it's not the main story that they're telling right now. Well, especially, you got to think this too. I mean, from the beginning of this, Light of the Jedi, all the way up into the Acolyte, that's a 200-year span right there. 200 years. I mean, that's that's longer than the Skywalker saga by, like, I don't even know, right? Like, 10 times. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out there. But, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's a long period of space. So, anyway. So, uh yeah, I mean, a lot of really cool things coming out that are coming out uh, with that and, and stuff like that. So if I, if I were you, I would go watch the Star Wars High Republic launch event trailer. I mean, it's nothing that you really don't know yet, but it's just very cool to, to hear the cinematic sure. and, and, and hear about their explanation of the High Republic stuff. So yeah, a lot of cool and stuff. with that live stream um, that happened, we got a couple new characters. Mm, yeah, uh, they showed some new new characters for Into the Dark, um, some, some new uh, pilots, actually, that aren't... Um, they're not Jedi's. They're just pilots. Uh, but they're a squadron, including Leox, Geode, and Affy. Um, and one of those guys is uh, is supposed to be that. Basically, Claudia Gray said that she wanted a a Han Solo figure, 
she was she kind of <clears> wanted a Han Solo figure, but she didn't want to just reuse Han Solo. Right. She didn't yeah. want to have somebody that acted just like Han Solo. <laughs> so she's trying to right. figure out a way to, to get around that, and basically came up with a guy that's essentially uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's what it looks like. And uh, <laughs> and so that character will be her in her Into Dark um, novel. Um, and we also got um, we we were shown a new graphic novel. So this is uh, specifically, I don't think this is a comic, like issue by issue. I think this literally will come out as a as a full graphic novel release, I believe. Um, and this yeah. is uh, going to be called "The Monster of Temple Peak," and it is written by Kevin Scott. Um, and I don't think they give us a release date on that. Yeah, I'm looking at the Star Wars article one. It doesn't say all. Literally, it's like one sentence. Um, they also were. So. They also said that the Insider Magazine will continue to have some High Republic short stories throughout the whole year. Okay, interesting. So if you want more, if you just can't get enough, uh, you can subscribe to that <laughs> right. magazine and get some some small short stories. I know uh, Kevin Scott again is going to be um, writing there, and as well as Justine Ireland, she's going to be writing stories for that as well. Um, yeah, very cool. And then our next young adult novel is revealed, and that will be Out of the Shadows. So if you think about it, the first one was Into the Dark. This one was Out of the Shadows. <laughs> Naturally. So, um, <laughs> this one is going to be written by Justina Ireland. Yeah. And um, so that will be and, – and, and they they made note that these characters that you're seeing in all these different – um, novels and stories will cross over into others. So like, yeah. so just because, for example, um, just because Avar... Um, Cross Chris or whatever it is. Yeah, just, just because she is in, in the adult novel doesn't mean that there won't end up being a, a young adult story that actually she she's the main character in. Right, well, it says right so here... Can, okay, sorry. So they, so they can all uh, cross over into these other... Um, Stories. Yeah, I'm just reading the description of Out of the Shadows. And it says, Ireland will be uh, bring the ongoing adventures of Jedi Knight Vernestra Rowe, which we know is in something, one of the other books, Padawan Wreath Silas, aspiring inventor Avon Staris, which we know is another one as well, uh, and more to a, and more to a new audience. So, um, you know, like I said, and they're saying more to a new audience because we know some of those other ones are in the adult books that are coming into the... Uh, into the young adult novels. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, that, and that's what's going to be really cool about this is that, um, and, uh, you know, it's all going to be intertwined. And I think that's kind of honestly how they're going to have to do it because we've talked about this before is that, you know, this is a bunch of new stuff with a lot of new characters in a new era. I mean, yeah, it's still Star Wars, but, it, you know, going to have to do something to kind of connect everything. Yeah. And in order for them to do that, obviously they're bringing Yoda and a few different familiar faces and stuff like that. But furthermore, you know, them taking the same characters and intersecting them between all these different books and comics, it's going to be a good way to kind of help tie that in. So once we get read Light of the Jedi and get familiar with XYZ characters, um, then, oh, hey, look, they're there in this other one. And here they, you know, there's a couple of the other ones in this one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's going to be really cool. Um, the next thing that we have here is um, the, the second middle grade novel that'll be coming out, and that's Race to Crash Point Tower. And that's um, written by Daniel Jose Older. Um, so, again, all of these are still phase one, just so we're clear. 
Um, there are going, there are going to be multiple novels all in phase one. Um, you know, when we very first started talking about like the next releases, we wondered if that would be phase two, but no, mm -hmm. these are all still phase one. Everything that they've talked about so far is phase one. And so I, to me, that's actually really exciting. Yeah, so. it is. I mean, and, and that just means that guarantees us, I guess, a lot more content, which is exciting for me and for you, I'm sure too, is that, uh, just knowing that this isn't this kind of one and done thing, right? We're, we're going to stretch this out. It's going to be a whole new year. It's going to be a big thing. And I'm excited for that. Right. And I'm excited to see more stuff outside of just books and comics as well. You know, as we get into, what oh, was it? The Tales from Galaxy's Edge VR experience, you know, um, we see Acolyte at some point, yeah. you know, I think I thought there was another video game that had it in there too, but I could be wrong, but. Well, there's been rumors that maybe someone is working on some kind of high Republic yeah, video game true. of some type. So anyway, the point is, is that it's going to be, it should be exciting being able to experience this new era through writing, through visuals, and that there's just a lot more to come. So that's very exciting. Very, very exciting, exciting, yeah. So uh, do you want to go ahead and get into the kind of uh, first impressions? and? Uh, yeah, I, I do want to just say real quick that there is one other thing, and it's a, it's a comic called The Edge of Balance. And... Um, that is going to be a manga or manga, however you want to say it. I've heard people say it both ways. I never know which one is the, the correct well, if you're way. A, if you're American, it's manga, and if you're Japanese, it's manga. Well, that makes it so, more difficult. Whatever. So, so I guess really, so you what can are say you? either way, and it works. Yeah, I guess technically. I mean, you're not Japanese, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> stop stop so being a poser. <laughs> you got to get um, ready for uh, Star Wars Visions, man. Get ready. <laughs> I don't know if the Edge of Balance is going to come um, over here or not, because as you guys know, there's another story that we've talked about um, that is a novel uh, that is, is not coming to America. And so I don't know don't mind me. Um, if this will will come to us or not. But It's pretty yeah. crazy. So pretty crazy. lots of stuff there to, to, to think about, lots of stuff to look forward yeah. to. But, yeah, let's talk about first impressions. So, so yeah, kind of the last thing we're going to talk about today before we wrap up is, uh, is, is Light of the Jedi, which is the first initial adult novel to get us yeah. kind of uh, into this new era uh, for the High Republic. And um, as he said, that is written by Charles Soule. And Andrew has been fortunate enough to get it on release day somehow. Mine's, you know, out for 30 more days. I don't know why that is. But anyway... So Drew has had the privilege of reading some of it. He's not finished it quite yet. And uh, again, this is not going to be spoilers. This is just kind of an impression. So Drew, yeah. what? Uh, let's just start off with saying, what, what, how far have you got into it? So I am about um, close to about 20 chapters in. So that's about 120, <laughs> around 120 pages. It's uh, about the, f there, there's, the book is in parts, so I'm, it's also like right at the end of part one. So I'm like uh, going okay. into part two. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, but, but that being said, it, like, I'm not even halfway through the novel yet. Right. So, so I, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of questions that are not too revealing here. Yeah. But basically, uh, as you've read it, I mean, have you gotten a taste of the fact that it's the golden era of the Jedi? Have you gotten a taste of that yet? Definitely. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. What are some non-spoiler things that, that you can tell us that, that indicate that? Well, so... The first thing you'll you'll notice is that there these these are are Jedi that are not weighted by the, uh, the 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 Clone Wars and all of that stuff, right? Like that 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 stuff is not there, and and so you you get the sense of they're all together, they're all united, mm -hmm. they're all um, they all believe um, 
and support each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the first things you, you'll notice. But but also it's it's literally like, and we talked about this way back when there, there was just rumors of a higher <laughs> of a higher public series, and they talked about how it was going to be like superheroes, like they were like the Avengers of, right. yeah. of, of Jedi. And you definitely get that feeling here. These these are are like superheroes right. coming in and and. And they all um, they use the force differently. They all have right. unique ways of using the force. They all see the force in different ways, feel it. In different I, ways. We, I know we've talked about that for once. He's yeah. like music or something right. like that, or right. colors and, and yeah. Avar Chris like uses and I and this isn't really spoilers because again they've talked about it. Avar yeah. Chris sees it in music. Um, for example, uh, one time I, again I don't really think this is like that spoiler. Yeah. One time to focus, she she pulls out her lightsaber and and spins it. And it, with the force, spins it just to create like a note to create sound music. Okay, that's kind of spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but she uses that to focus, and right? To use right, right. It, and that, that's her way of like meditating. That's pretty cool. Is to create that that, cool. that that sound. Um, so I, I do like it. Does sound like it is. Maybe that is a little spoiler. Sorry. If nah, I'm, I'm just joking. I was <laughs> actually just joking. I don't think I, it doesn't really mean anything to me. But um, I, I was gonna say but though it does. It is cool that they're delving more into the force and exploring it more than just like this static linear 2D thing that yeah. like we know what it is. And, yeah. But there's actually like more ways to interpret it, and there's more ways to, you know, interact with it. And you know, I, right. I, I like that aspect because I think we, over the past, you know, several years, and you know, in the Skywalker saga, we've beat the drum of the force so to speak so much that we, okay we all know what it is we we know it's this this you know great fo- mysterious force but you know i just like that they're delving more into it and making it a little more mysterious again so that's cool yeah that's yeah. cool um they uh, one of my my favorite characters so far and again i've not been introduced to all of them yet there's there's a lot of different jedi to be introduced to that they've yeah. not even really talked about yet uh but loading great storm is awesome um, you're gonna love loading great storm. He's he's great. His name alone. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, his name alone is pretty awesome. But um, but he is a great character. I will say, based off what I'm reading, it feels like the focal point of this story and like the the heart of this story is Avar Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel like she she is. They just kind of make her seem like a little more important than everyone else. Yeah. In the sense that like she's she kind of like almost leading all of them. Even though she's not even she's not even on the council, but right, but uh, she just has this this feel to her, and 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 that I won't give away spoilers on exactly <clears throat> how that works, but you'll see as you read it. Yeah, um, but she she's definitely a very important character to the High Republic, and I think yeah. uh, we're gonna see a lot more of her. Um, one thing I I, I do want to say is I love the ships that they use. Yeah. in this they're very cool. They they don't have like your typical shields and stuff. But they're they're meant for Jedi to just use within the Force, yeah. And so like it's like an extension of the Force to them that's that cool. they use. That's very cool. And they just trust in that in the Force to be able to use these ships properly. That's sick. And yeah. um and but the best part and again this this is maybe slightly spoiler so if you don't like it hurry and just like press the <laughs> like the fit, skip yeah. fifteen seconds or whatever but they use their lightsabers as keys to start their their ships. Really? So so no one else can use them. They have to use their lightsaber. They, like they, is it the is it like the actual like plasma part of it or like the hilt that I think it's use? the hilt. Interesting. I think Interesting. I'd have to read it again to make sure on that, but I'm pretty sure they just have to rest their hilt on this like little thing and that that's activates their sick. shit. So it's like their key. <laughs> right. So that's pretty. cool. All right, Elon but, Musk, you need to start working on it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was longer than 15 seconds. So sorry for those of you who tried to How skip it and still heard it. You anyway. <laughs> 
Um, I think there's a lot more questions I could ask, but since it's just first impressions and we're kind of waning on yeah. time here, let's just go ask one more. And this is could get spoilery, but answer this as best you can without spoilers. Um, but we know this is a new era, right? We know that there's a lot of new things yet familiar. How does this? How is this the same that you can tell thus far? But yet, how does it difference itself? How how have you noticed thus far in a non-spoiler way? Uh, you know, how does it make itself different from what we already know in the eras we already know? I think the biggest thing is just the way, to me, the way they're showing the Jedi operate is mm-hmm. is is different. It's again, like I said, they're 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 all so unique in the way they they use the force and the way they work together mm-hmm. is is really cool. Um, the the world of Star Wars itself so far doesn't really seem that different. Except that's that kind of good. Honestly. Except that like yeah. they're everyone's a little more like on the same page and more united. They the phrase yeah. that the Chancellor um, uses like her motto is um, is we are all the Republic and like everybody says that to each other. We mm-hmm. are all the Republic, and so like that's they're, they're all kind of like this united team, right? Like yeah. everybody is yeah. together. Um, and so, and, and I also want to say that, um, there's a little bit of familiarity there with Yoda. Now Yoda has not actually made an appearance in this novel yet, mm-hmm. but multiple characters have already talked about him. And I will just let you all know that Careful. based <laughs> off, based off what, based off the novel so far and what people say, Yoda is still, looked at as like the greatest yeah he's the best of the best yeah like he's even at this even this far back like he was still (laughs) he was still like the the best out there he was revered as like the grand master yeah because a couple times when they talk about like maybe something was almost impossible or something crazy like they use yoda to like maybe yoda (laughs) could do this that's that's good and so and of course he is on already on the council at this point but like he is still the one to to compare, you know, yeah, and so he's I, the prodigy. and so I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. really cool to know, like even year, hundreds of years before we see him in, in the, in the prequels, he's already like, Oh yeah, he is the one, you know, <laughs> and so, so good. I love, um, I love that. But I, it, I am completely into this novel. I love it so far. That's awesome. I'm, I'm all about right. it. The way it starts, it starts with a punch and it just keeps going. And, um, and it's, I, like I said, I am at the interlude. There's an interlude right before you end part one. Mm-hmm. And I will just, um, no, I won't say that. I won't say what it, the interlude's yeah, about, probably not. <laughs> but, um, the interlude is, is changing perspective. I'll say that. And, um, Spoiler. and so I'm very interested in reading this interlude, <laughs> but I haven't read it yet. So, so what's going to be interesting is again, you're, see the, I was going to ask you a question, one final question, which was like, so what do you think in terms of like people reading this? Yes, it's an adult novel, but do you think it's 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 easily digestible for someone who doesn't read a whole lot? I could ask you that, but you are an avid reader, so I don't think you could answer that, right? Because you, you are someone who, who reads a lot and who loves to read. I think what's going to be th- interesting perspective is me reading it sure, and then seeing what I feel like. I, I think you're onto something there. I, I can't probably give a super fair accurate answer on that but i will say you know i've read lots of different books with lots of different styles of writing and things and this book is a lot easier to digest than uh let's say like um like uh 
Zahn's Thrawn books, right, right. which are very uh, intricately written and very highly detailed and can be hard even for me sometimes to like really focus in on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is definitely, I would say this is more comparable to like a young adult novel, which are much easier to read. Yeah, um, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say it's written like a young adult novel, but it's much closer than than some of the Star Wars adult <laughs> right. novels. Because again, they can get kind of like so into the detail that it, you get lost. <laughs> right. Like you, the story gets right. lost. In right, there. it's too much detail. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Um, I, I think this one is so far, and of course I've not gotten through all of it, but I've been able to just read this through. I have I, my focus has stayed on it. Again, I'm also excited about it. Sure, like, and that, that's going to change. But perspective the story as well. yeah. is exciting to me. What is happening is exciting to me. I've been fully focused in, and I'm just I'm loving it. I'm trying to yeah. pace myself. <laughs> right. I don't want to finish it in, in like a couple days. I don't yeah. want to do right. that. So I'm trying to pace myself. I mean, you're like, dude, this just came out. You're 20 chapters in. <laughs> like, well, chill out. <laughs> well, trust me, I could have I could have went a lot farther than that. But I right. but I want to enjoy this this novel yeah. take my time with it even though i'm sure we should be getting a review as quick as possible but. well you know i was gonna say this is what's gonna be really exciting i'm very excited to read it obviously just within myself um i'm very excited to read it and you have read it and 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 me as somebody who doesn't read a whole lot just not because i can't but just intentionally because i don't enjoy it a whole lot usually yeah um on any platform right um but um how do i say this it's going to be interesting for me to read it and get that same perspective. And, and then I'll be able to come back and say, okay, for those of you who are listening, who want to get into higher public, but who are not a big reader as someone who's not a big reader myself, I can tell you, yes, it's, it's easy to get into. No, it's not easy to get into, but it's worth it. You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I'm excited to read this and, well, you know, and, and, and you, you know, know, audiobook is an option too, for those of True. you out there who don't like to read and, True. and, and maybe Braxton, maybe this is something you should even consider and, and I know you're getting the book so maybe you can try that first but if, if, yeah. if you feel like you're just not getting through it audiobooks I know are, can be easier because you can just listen to them while you're doing something else yeah um, and not have to have the, that full focus on flipping the pages see I think I have like ADHD I think that's the problem <laughs> is like it's hard for me to focus on one thing at a time you know what I'm saying if I can just hear it in the background <laughs> well and I have issues sometimes like I'll, I'll read I'll read a couple pages and be like whoa wait a second I didn't retain. I just glazed over that. that. I just glazed that, yeah, over that. That's me. Ninety percent of the I'll time. I'll have to go back and and like reread <laughs> right. it. I've done that so right, many right, times. Right. But I will say, a novel that really gets me, I I don't find myself doing that. Yeah. And I haven't done that with this novel. I've yeah. I've been fully focused on it. So, again, though, it's it's all about the Jedi. I love Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. The the character, the Jedi's they have shown me so far are very interesting to me. I've heard so, I've heard a couple of reviews out there saying <laughs> the characters are kind of bland. I don't necessarily agree with that. I I think, in a sense, maybe some of them are kind of your traditional heroes, but sure. there's nothing really wrong with that. No, I yeah. think Avar like Avar Chris right now is is kind of like a kind of like a Captain America or a <laughs> right. or a King Arthur, you know, kind right. of deal. But like, Classic. but I think. There's not anything really wrong with that. I think um, I people think it's, think it's bland because it, it is commonly it's done used. Before, it's done but, before, but that doesn't make it bland. It just means means that you kind of already know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think she's a great character. I think Loden Great Storm is really awesome. Um, I I can't wait to learn more about uh, Wreath Silas mm-hmm. um, and and uh, ooh, I don't remember the other guy's name, but 
Reese is another one of the the masters that we have. I've not he's not been in the novel yet, but I know he's in it at some point and he's got oh that was a spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um but I I mean I know he's in it so and uh and he's <laughs> he looks pretty cool, so I'm excited to see more from him, but <laughs> I'm not there seeing you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should go ahead and yeah. probably close her yeah. off. But guys, we appreciate you listening. There's a lot I mean, we could go on for a while longer, I'm sure, and, and especially once uh, once both of us read it, we're definitely gonna have a lot to say. So definitely tune in. Unfortunately it's probably gonna be more closer to the end of the month. Uh, before I get my copy anyway. Um, but with that said, we just want to thank everybody so much for your continued support towards the podcast, and we absolutely look forward to hearing you, um, whether you want to send us a message on Facebook or a comment or or whatever. we love to hear from you guys. So uh, just please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube yep. for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. And don't forget that our one-year anniversary is well, coming up very quickly. Yes, I was going to say that because uh, – Next week is going to be episode 45, which is crazy. Um, and uh, we're five episodes away from the big 50. But also, like I said, our, our or he said, our one-year anniversary is is right around the corner. So that's going to be very awesome. Some, um, some exciting stuff we'll do around those times. Yeah. So be listening. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll let you guys know when we decide exactly yeah. what that is. It's like, we're going to – you guys, you, we, we're not going to tell you what it is because we don't know either. <laughs> but uh, we, I didn't mean to say that. Anyway. <laughs> We've no, talked about some things. Yeah, we talked about a few things, but but we're very excited to to you know just acknowledge it if nothing else, and just you know, maybe do a live stream, and just talk with you guys, and if you like to come oh, on, we'll definitely we'll definitely do a live stream. Yeah. So. so anyway, last but not least, may the force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Mm-hmm.